Hello and welcome to MMA Fight Club. I'm your host, Manuel Galarza, and today we're going over the full card recap of Bellator 261, Johnson vs. Moldovsky. This just finished up a few moments ago. We'll start with the main card and then work our way back down through the prelim. And we'll also go ahead and go over where our picks were before the fight. So we'll kind of go over our results, where we were right, where we were wrong. All right, let's start off with the main event, Moldovsky vs. Johnson. This fight wasn't very gratifying. No one got hurt. Uh, there was some blood, but the blood was from a you know unintentional headbutt, so it wasn't necessarily blood from a elbow or a strike. Uh, no one pretty much was on the canvas for much more than a few moments where Moldovsky did take Johnson to a knee. So the ground ground and pound or ground game was really not a factor. On the feet, there were some moments where both fighters traded, and I guess at times Moldovsky maybe had the cleaner punches. Um, it was close. Like all throughout the fight, it was pretty close. There were a few moments where I guess Moldovsky, I say I guess because I, I didn't look closely at the tapology numbers or whatever else, but it seemed to me like he got the, the cleaner strikes, had the more volume. In terms of leg kicks, Moldovsky threw a few leg kicks, but not much. I think Johnson threw like three leg kicks, so not much. And look, we talked about this before the fight. Our pre-fight prediction was that even if it, this thing gets muddy up and close and it gets greasy, which it wasn't, that they were going to give this to Moldovsky. I heard someone else talk about this. I can't remember who it was. It was uh, another handicapper I follow, someone that I really enjoy. It's very smart. And they mentioned the same thing that we talked about, which was like, look at this dude Johnson. Like, no, I'm not ta I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm just saying, look at Johnson, right? Look at Tim Johnson, the way he looks. And then you've got this guy, Valentin Moldovsky, this Russian dude. You know, it, it's this, the Russian thing is sexy in MMA right now. Uh, he's better physique, pretty active fighter. Was I worried that Tim Johnson can catch him at some point and knock him out at some points because they were trading? Yeah, I was. And if you watch the fight, you know what the hell I'm talking about. There were some moments where they were trading punches, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Especially in the late fourth and fifth round when it appeared Moldovsky definitely had the fight won in terms of numbers, in terms of stats. There were some moments where he would trade with, with Tim Johnson, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> I'm like, no, don't, don't do this to me. You know, Because like, I was on Valentin pretty heavy. You know, I had him not only as an individual piece. I advised people to bet on him, and I parlayed him. So you know, I had something riding on that. But anyway, Moldovsky wins... Pretty underwhelming performance. I thought he should have done more and finished a stronger fight against someone of the caliber of Johnson. But maybe we're undervaluing Johnson. Maybe he's better than I thought. So anyway, Johnson falls to 15-7. and seven. Moldovsky moves to 11-1. We'll see what happens here moving forward for both of them. Now, co-main event here. This one really I'm excited about because we were on this fight pretty hard. Uh, Liz Carmouche was one of our favorites of the night. Uh, not to mention the other favorite just crashed and burned. But anyway, this was one of our favorites for the night. 37-year-old Carmouche comes out. And look, if we had a crystal ball, we could all say, hey, put 25 units on this. And I didn't do that. I put three units on Carmouche. I thought this to me was a no-brainer. It, it's not that I expected her to knock out Wat Watanabe like in the first round right away. But as that was happening, it just, it, it just all, you know, Watanabe is not a striker. I saw her get pieced up a little bit by Lara, Lara in her last fight, even though she ends up finishing Lara and lays on her. She has no striking game. You know, she had nothing to return. She wasn't able to block any of those punches. She took a few punches to the face and was out before you knew it. And for Liz Carmouche, like, I'm going to just put this out there. Anyone who was fading Liz Carmouche this week, or if you were like, oh, dog or pass, whatever, like, no, nah, you really have to respect Liz Carmouche. Her background, who she has fought. 
I'm not saying she beats everyone moving forward and just like reclaims the title. No, but when you put her in the ring against a newbie like this, like no, like it wasn't going to be close. This is our favorite pick on this entire card. Betting wise, if you go to betmma.tips, you can see our profile. And you can see this was a three unit pick for us. We really like Liz Carmouche a lot. She won. Awesome. Great. Old lady keeps moving forward. All right, let's move on down to now. <laughs> Gotta back up the truck. Eat, eat, eat. Um, Diggs. We were all over Diggs. And, uh, my gosh, when I heard CJ Saptic, <laughs> this dude does a few different uh, podcasts. He does a show where he's with Manpreet on MMA Lock, Lock of the Night. He does uh, Dogger Pass with his buddy Paul Shaughnessy, I think. I don't want to say it correctly. Um, dude's everywhere on the net. He's got his own YouTube channel. I highly recommend CJ Saptic. If you're not listening to that dude, you're not listening to good knowledge because this dude is like a walking encyclopedia he doesn't just know the <laughs> the fighters he knows like the fighters family the gyms the coaches and everything anyway he broke this down and he mentioned that Diggs has been jumping around from gym to gym there's a stability issue and after hearing his breakdown I was like oh my gosh you know with that said it was a split decision loss so this was this this came down to very close fight um could have gone either way um and in the day, it goes towards the old guy, Weichel. Having watched the fight, I can't disagree with it. I think the cut, because at one point, Daniel Weichel cuts Keanu Diggs in his fight. I think that was enough. That was just enough to, like, in a close fight, you know, like you're looking for anything to make an edge. And on the feet, I thought there were moments where Diggs had the cleaner, harder punches. It seemed like he was really getting his jab off. But then there were moments where you're like, got to keep throwing, man. Keep throwing more. You want to be clearly decisively winning this round you don't want to be you know so he left it open there right he left it open a little bit so <clears throat> he also got taken down a few times got up but you know it just yeah yeah it's a tough one because this was our second favorite pick on the card we only had two that we really liked a lot kind of like our quote-unquote locks of the night and this was one of them and as soon as the fight got going i thought yeah this is gonna it's gonna be a greasy greasy one and it was and i don't think that Diggs got robbed here i, I think it could have gone either way um, and actually, just being full honest here, I, I think it probably, you know, I probably, probably White Shield should have won the fight, and he did. So, all right, moving on down here to Outlaw versus Jury. And oh my gosh, I'm going to try my best to be even keel here. I'm not going to get too angry about what happened in this fight, okay? Look, with, let, me, let me back up. When you place a wager on a fighter, you have something invested in them. We didn't have any wagers on this, so it had nothing to do with money. This is strictly just principle. We gave advice that if you were going to bet this fight, you would go jury or don't touch it. And we felt like based on the breakdown, because he was a plus 110 and Outlaw was minus 145. The numbers reflected you're going to have a very like close fight. That's what I saw after the breakdown. I feel like after watching that breakdown, these two fights and watching other fights before, I feel like, I'm literally an idiot because this ends up being a one-sided fight where Outlaw backpacks Jury on the ground, tries Jury tries to get up at times on the back. Either way, three rounds of Outlaw in a body lock behind Jury, Jury making the least attempts possible to try to get out of it. 
at the very end, he gets submitted because he tries to make a move. And I guess at that point, yeah, thankfully he tried to do something. But I mean, this is going to sound mean, but I had to say this. Like I can, I could not see myself ever advising a wager on Miles Jury for the rest of his MMA career. Because what I just saw was either him getting paid to lose the fight or him just having no desire to win. That was a, now on the flip side, the audience was booing because it was, it was, it was pretty boring. Like literally Sydney outlaw just gets his back. Doesn't do a lot. Hits him a few times. That's going on for like the full five minutes of all, you know, all three rounds. And look, he did his job. He got back control. You know, he's had some chin issues. Like good. For, I remember thinking at one point in the fight, I was so bitter <laughs> about choosing miles to win and again it's a pick em fight and i didn't bet on it there was no money and i and i said we're not going to bet on it but i was just so bitter because one this card was getting so close to being a perfect card and here was going to be one of the thorns in my ass and two like the it was just the effort it came down to the effort if miles lost a fight and it was a close fight like Diggs, okay Diggs lost the fight split decision would have loved to have gotten it but it was a good fight he was fighting he was back and forth jury just literally did nothing did absolutely freaking nothing. So anyway, let's move on. Jury loses the fight. He ends up getting submitted late in the third round because at that point he just whatever, white, white, waving the white flag. All right. So moving down to uh, Christian Edwards versus Simone Bayong. So this one here, we said Bayong because he was plus one fifty five. Which I wish I would have taken that same advice when I was looking at the prelims for PFL today. Like these close fights when you're not sure, like just take the dog. You might as well because from a financial perspective, from a betting perspective, overall, long term, you're going to be better. Like if you just want to choose going to win or lose and just be safe all the time, that's a different type of thing, right? And, I, and, I, and I've learned that even just recently, especially these prelims fights when they're like close, just, I guess, just lean it towards a dog. You just got more value there, especially when you're not sure. And I saw that today in a few fights. It really was a glaring thing to me so and looking at this fight here we took that strategy it didn't, it didn't work it just didn't work i'm over here taking deep breaths like hey man you gotta you know take the dog and like no listen um it didn't work in this fight but i think you get the point when you look at the fact that it, it did go to a decision right it went the full fight it was unanimous um you know simone bayon came in here as a, as a late replacement i thought as a late replacement he had a chance, but again, we didn't bet on it. We didn't advise betting on it. So yeah, those, those two first two fights there of the main card, they were bummers followed by digs. We had three straight L's there to start the main card after being scorching hot in the prelims. Uh, we start the main card off rough. So moving back down to the prelims and I'll tell you the Jesus, the Jesus versus the sheriff fight. We'll start with that guy right there. And that one was tight. I, I gotta tell you, uh, <laughs> My butt was pretty tight here when the decision came out. I was like, oh, my God, we're going to do. It was close. Um, they gave De Jesus the decision, right? So he gets to win. And I, I got to be honest with you, I think he kind of lost. I, I don't think he won the fight. And um, the only reason why he maybe he won, and I know it sounds like, oh, the only reason, he did have a few, but it's, it was like, so, no, I, I think he lost. I think he lost. And we had him to win, so I'm super happy he won. That was one of the nice few, you know, MMA gods gave us a gift here tonight. I thought John Teixeira 
not only did he take him down, he pressured the pace, and I thought on the feet, they pretty much were trading more or less equal. There were a few moments where Jashara got hit hard, a few moments where the Jesus got hit hard. Um, I don't know that you could be sure either way. So, like, that's where, like, a takedown maybe is the out, you know, the one that weighs the more. The tapology numbers were super close at the end, and it could have gone either way. So I'm not saying that, like, John Teixeira got robbed, but I'm just saying in my personal opinion, I was on De Jesus to win. I wagered on De Jesus to win. I advised people to wager on him to win as a plus. Um, where was he at here pre-fight? So, like, he was a plus 175 dog, and we were on him as a dogger pass. So that was nice, but I thought possibly Don, John Teixeira may have gotten... It was not 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 completely a favorable decision. So, anyway, let's move on down to this fight. Now, this is just an interesting fight. Taylor Johnson and Lance Wright. Now, first thing I noticed when I see the fight, because I didn't watch the weigh-in. So, full disclosure here. I didn't watch the weigh-in. Taylor Johnson comes out there looking like not even the same person. Number one, he's literally so much leaner. I can't recognize the same guy that I saw fight. Like, look at his tapology. And then you look at the video of him fighting against Lance Wright from last night. That's not the same guy. He's so much leaner and not bad lean, like where it's like, oh man, the dude just looks skinny and like malnutrition. No, he just like, doesn't have like these big muscles anymore. He had like these big chest and like shoulders and stuff gone. Like he's just like this lean dude. Um, crazy transformation because it's not easy to lose like that kind of body mass when it's especially muscle, but just doesn't look anything the same. Then his hair. <laughs> you if you saw the fight you know where i'm going with this like he's got longer hair like he's got like this i don't know it's a few inches long but it's clearly thinning out towards the front top area and that looked super weird so this so he comes out like this and i'm like oh my god i'm immediately regretting anybody i told probably take him and on our pre-fight <laughs> prediction show we said we're not betting it but we think he would win now, it was partially because of the minus 280 number. That was super high. Like, ah, oh, we don't know. But he comes out, like, like I got to make sure I, I nail this down. Like, he comes out mad chill. Like, the opposite of what he did before in the past. In the past, he'd come out, like, balls to the wall. I'm going to grab you, like, cowboy in a, in a bar fight. Like, I'm coming at you. I got 30 seconds in me. After that, I'm blowing my wild. I'm done. Like, no, he comes out mad chill. He comes out, gets distance, like, get this, like, high posture. I'm like, and I, I remember st- seeing this i wish i had had a camera on my face when i was watching the fight because if you were watching it the way i was watching it and you've seen this dude fight before you know where i'm going he literally was this complete opposite of what he's ever done he was mad chill totally relaxed like no big deal um just like doing his thing and ends up like getting into a nice position bringing this dude lance right to the ground but it was nice and chill it was nice and mellow like he didn't run into a takedown like Got a body locked him to the ground and then gets a nice, easy, rear naked choke. And then in the post-fight interview, I do want to call this out because I noticed in the fight, I thought he started getting a little tired again. So he comes out mad chill, comes out, tries to pace himself, but still halfway through the round, I see him start showing little signs of fatigue. Post-fight interview, he talks about it and says, yeah, you know, I, I, I hit him with a few things. This guy's like tough and like, then I started trying to choke him, whatever. He's like, and I'm like, how much harder I got to do this? He's like, because I was thinking in my head, I'm getting tired. Like, I might get tired. Like, oh, my God. Hey, listen, love the game plan. Love the approach. Love that he won because we thought we would win. But 
man, there's holes there in the game. There's still tons of red flags on Taylor Johnson. I do like what he did, though. It, it, like, I wish he didn't say that in the post-fight. I, I, I really do, because it just really struck me as, oh, no. Like, he was acknowledging that he still has cardio issues. He was acknowledging that he was starting to feel like, oh, my gosh, that was, like, the first round, dog. Like, the first round. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. So, like, I hope it's not a mental thing. Like the dude needs to come up with a different haircut. Just time to shave it short, dog. Cause no, no, <laughs> it's not there anymore. Like, see, do this. Like a lot easier. You know what I mean? Um. Anyway, so yeah, Kelly gets the win. Minus two eighty favorite. Everyone was pretty on, pretty much on him. Gets the win. Let's move on down. Now Jalen Bates versus Cody Matthews. This was just a straight up beating. And at some point, I wondered to myself, God, I feel bad for this guy, Cody Matthews. Like, he came here as a plus three, plus 350 dog, and it should have been even bigger. Like, at no point did he have a chance. He was getting dominated on the feet, on the ground. You know, Jalen Bates looked amazing in this fight, and I want to be like, wow, he looks amazing. He's a world beater. It just sucks because Cody wasn't a good enough competition to sort of really gauge where Jalen's at. He is legit. He's a really good prospect. 24 years old. He's 3-0 and now. So he hasn't done much of anything yet. But I think he's going to create some noise. I, I liked a lot of what I saw in this game. I just wish he had a better opponent tonight because this was a straight one-way fight. Wasn't even close. Round two. Gets an arm bar. He could have probably won the fight a lot of different ways. That's just what ended up being available to him. So... Let's move on down to the most exciting fight on the card because we were on Corey Samuels. The only thing I regret, and if you look at our betma.tips profile, we put only a quarter unit on this fight. Oh my gosh, I was immediately uh, regretting that afterwards. I should have, I should have gone in. You know, on the prediction show, we talked about it. We were on it. We said, look, this guy Hooker has never fought an MMA fight. Hi, he's coming in here minus eight hundred. It didn't even matter to me, even if Samuels was two and two in his in his, in his pro career, one and nine is in his amateur career. He had four pro MMA fights, and Hogan had zero. And when they start the fight, it's ten seconds. Samuel knocks him out in ten seconds. He just hits him with a one, two, three type of thing. The minute Hogan gets hit in the face with a punch, I swear it looked like he never got hit in the face with a punch before in his life. And all the things about being a wrestler and everything just came all look. We talked about this in a prediction show. If I'm, I'm going to be a hypocrite if I say, oh, I knew, I knew, I knew. No, I should have put more of my money where my mouth is. But we did talk specifically about why this is a dogger pass. And here as a minus 800, it made no effing sense. Um, but yeah, learn another lesson here because in this situation here, yeah, we were pretty confident pre pre-prediction. We should have gone a little bit deeper on this, but we did put 25 bucks on it. Nice little win there, a nice little return because it was plus 500 that Samuels was at. I I, I didn't look at it, but I would I can't imagine what Samuels was in the first round, like knockout or just by knockout. My gosh, did someone get that somewhere? Um, yeah, just another thing that for us all to keep in mind, though. New fighter, never fought, wrestling background, not striking background, comes in, first fight, 10 seconds, Aladdin. So future reference, keep that in mind. All right. Let's move on to the first fight on the prelims and the last fight we're covering here as our recap. And that's Soren Bach versus Bobby Lee. Now, I, I, had, I had some back and forth on this. Even though we were on Bach pre-fight and we chose Bach to win, I started to get 
second thoughts. I, I'll tell you, throughout the week, I started looking closer at Bobby Lee, and he's a good fighter. This fight ends up being a pretty close fight. It's just that Soren ends up having the positions on the ground longer. That ends up being the difference. You know, they do they do exchange some punches. I feel like if they fight this fight, let's say they fight five to, five times in total. I think Bach wins three times, and I think Lee probably wins two times. It, just that close. And so for Lee, kind of a bummer. It was a big opportunity for him. I don't think he's done by any means. I mean, he's still got a lot in him. He's young. He's only 25 years old. You know, Baca is a slightly older fighter at 28. So I guess he needed to win more, right, at this point. But he looked pretty good. You know, he looked good. He's got this grizzly blonde beard and hair and stuff. It's a you know, thinner version of Thor. Um, he looked okay. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens with him moving forward. He was a minus 285 favorite, which now looking how the fight played out, probably was a little, little steep. And we pre-fight said we we're going to choose him to win but we're not choosing to bet on him because a little steep looking back at the prelims probably should have just put my money where my mouth was on who's going to win or lose because we had a nice prelims we were five and zero in the prelims we got every single one of them white we had the jesus winning we had johnson winning we had bates winning we had samuels winning which was a nice one and then we had bach winning but you know again we <laughs> we personally only placed a small bet on samuels and also a small bet on the jesus everything else we skipped over so anyway just quick recap here on our wins and losses here for Johnson versus Moldowski, Bellator 261. We had the losers were for us. We had Diggs winning and he lost to White to Weichel. We also had Jury winning and he just got completely manhandled by Outlaw. We had Bayong winning on a last minute replacement. Took a stab at that uh, over Edwards and Edwards won that fight. As for our now, for the three, that was the only three we got wrong and that was on the main card which kind of stinks. I like to get the main card as my more solid portion of the pick, but it's what it is. So the winners, though, we got Moldovsky correct. We got Carmoche correct. We got De Jesus correct, Johnson correct, Bates correct, Samuels correct, and Bach correct to finish off with 7-3. and three. Overall for the night, we went 7-3 and three also on uh, PFL. So combined, we went 14-6. and six. Not so bad. But, man, got to do better. I thought we were sniffing the edges of a perfect card, especially with this one because when we got to the prelims, we were 5-0, and and I'm like, yeah, like we got some momentum, and then, and then, yeah, and then. So is what it is. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please like and subscribe. Um, we still got one more show we got to slam out here before the weekend. We got we to still release our prediction show for UFC Vegas uh, 30, which is coming tomorrow. So we have to knock that out. We have a lot of work to do tonight. Um, hope you like the show. Please like and subscribe. Uh, leave comments. Give me some feedback. Maybe you took some advice. Did you bet Corey Samuels? Did you put some money on Corey Samuels? And if you did, post it in the um, comments below. So we'll see you guys soon. Peace out.